Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hola. Hello. Oh. What was that? Could we go again? Hello. Hola. Bonjour. Whatever way you want to say it, welcome to the normal, not normal podcast with me, Oliver Phelps. And me, James Phelps. And yes, everybody, hello and welcome back to Normal Not Normal. Now, in this series, we'll be continuing our collective journey exploring the word normal and what that really means and talking to some of our favourite people along the way. Now, this season is going to be a little different to the last one. Uh, One of our favourite things about last season, actually, guys, was being able to hear from you. And we wanted to do a bit more of that this time. So, We will still be having some fantastic guests joining us, but every other episode is going to be a very relaxed one, like today's, where the two of us just share the questions and did you knows that you sent in. Yeah, that's right. And in this season, we're also asking you to send in story times and those not so normal memories that you have extraordinary times in your life anything that makes you smile and you think everybody else would like to hear too so please send them in so if you're listening and you want to share your own story you can email us a video a voice note or a message to normal not normal podcast at gmail.com that's normal not normal podcast at gmail.com since the last episode you may have heard that we have been traveling quite a bit so we decided to pick up on the theme of escapism because to us traveling is escapism but escapism can be whatever it is you make it but before we get into any of that James what have you been up to in the last week? Yes well like you said Oliver we've been traveling a fair bit so for those of you who didn't know Oliver and I have been filming a travel show recently which has been going very very well we've had a lot of fun we've been going to lots of different places all over the world experiencing different cultures different and seeing different animals a great way of escapism shall we say to get into this episode this series um I think what's also been cool as well is, as most of you may know, 20 years ago, the first Harry Potter film came out, The Philosopher's Stone or Sorcerer's Stone and where, where you are in the world. And it was quite cool. We actually had a, um, a mini get together with a couple of guys, didn't we? It was good fun. So that's going to be out a little later in the year, I think. But yeah, not on here. That's going to be somewhere else. You're going to have to look for that. Uh, but yeah, it was, it, was nice. it was nice doing all that type of thing and just, just reminiscing and talking about, oh, when I was a lad. When I was younger. Uh, but no, just seeing like the impact that that's had on people. And again, even now, just having people message us on social media saying, 
you know, that they remember what it was like going to see the first movie in the theater for the first time. So that's uh, that's, that's that's really cool. Very much so. It's it's been really good fun. And like I said, in our off time in between these two seasons, we've been able to carry on speaking to all you guys who have been listening. So again, thank you so much for getting in contact with us. And we thought we could bring that into episode one. So we did message on the Twitter and Cameo and everything like that to get your what escapism means to you, any stories and all that kind of stuff. And we've been absolutely blown away by everyone sending their messages in. We've had such a great time reading them. So let's start off with the first story time of the week, shall we? So this one is from Crystal. Hi, Oliver. Hi, James. My name is Crystal. I'm calling from Orlando, Florida. My question is, have you ever done something dumb or on accident that could have gotten you fired? And I ask because a couple of years ago at Universal, I was getting ready for my show in a certain magical place, and I needed to get to this mirror to do a final check on my costume, make sure everything was good to go. But that mirror was blocked by this group of like 20 people, and this is backstage, so that's unusual. Uh... So I decided to excuse my way through that crowd to get to the mirror, even though I had seen the VIP vans nearby, which probably meant there were VIPs in this group and I could get fired for speaking to a VIP unsolicited. Uh, But I wasn't thinking about that. I was just thinking about getting ready. And as I got to the mirror, one of you was there and you very kindly got out of my way. Thank you. And I spent the next few minutes just terrified of what I had just done. And I could, like, feel the uh, eyes of the VIP guides, like, boring into my back, wondering how I'd had the audacity to uh, cut through this crowd. Uh, but apparently both of you were there, as was Bonnie Wright and Stanislav Yanevsky. And I had no idea because I was only staring at myself because I was so terrified. But I did not get fired. So that was great. The end. <laughs> Crystal, I love it. I like to say, Crystal, um, the reason was because I, I said, don't worry, she's only doing her job, just leave her alone. No, I'm lying. Uh, mate, everyone's got to work, haven't they? And uh, and the right thing, you did the right thing than to say, excuse me, can you get out of the way? Yeah, I, I, I'd i like I'd like to try and remember it, Crystal, where you were throwing elbows to get us out of the way, saying you shouldn't be here. But I remember that. So that would, that would have been in 2017, when if there was Bonnie, Stan, Oliver, and myself there, because that was when we were doing the one of the celebrations at, at a uh, a certain theme park, which has the Wizarding World of Harry Potter in. I'll let you figure that one out, guys. But in in Orlando, yeah, in Orlando, yeah. And yeah. it's not the other one. It's the, yeah. So okay, so great stuff. Well, thank you very much for sharing that. Have I ever been, nearly been fired on a job or anything like that? Uh, so. When I was a teenager, I had a summer job and it was a carpet and upholstery cleaning service. Uh, so I was doing that with my uncle for about six weeks, just in, literally in between, I think, Potter 4 and Potter 5. Just to um, add that you were working, you you joined our, our uncle's company to work with him. Yeah, yeah I didn't, like I didn't just, just set up on a... Your own. <laughs> hello can i clean your carpets no um i bet be- I, I basically had six weeks off in between filming and i re- i don't know if anyone has ever noticed this but i can't sit still i need to do something i need something to do every week every day whatever so that's what i did so um i remember we were doing this really really fancy house and huge huge mansion and i remember that the the occupant was quite a um how can i describe this particular way of of putting things she was very um 
it has to be done this way or else. And so anyway, they, she had ivory carpets, like ivory colored carpets. They were very, very clean. So we cleaned them all up, always great. It took about six hours to do this whole downstairs. And as we were packing up, it started raining outside. So anyway, we're putting all the stuff away. And then we realized that one of the like, main brushes was left at the end of the, the big room. So I said, I'll go get it. Tracing through all the mud from the outside through to these ivory carpets, I got halfway in the room and then I just heard this lady say, oh no, oh dear. And I turn around and I see that I've got footprints all through her lovely ivory carpets, which then meant we had to work for another four hours. And I think fortunately, because it was my uncle, I didn't get fired. Otherwise, I possibly would have been told thanks, but no thanks. Shocking, shocking behaviour. I think that's I think that's why now to this day, wherever I, if I go in someone's house, I always take my shoes off <laughs> wherever I am. Are you one of those people, right? You know, when someone comes to your house, and you you want them to take their shoes off. Are you one of these people who just subtly like look down at the shoes were already removed at the front door, or are you those people who go shoes off, please? Oh, I tell them, I say, oh, there's a stool there if you want to sit down and take your shoes off. Are you one of those people? Yeah, but what's weird about it's, even since doing that? So that, I did that job like 15 years ago, and I still I still now have particulars of looking at carpets, seeing how they're kept up to date like it's really it's really you know so you know when you watch a film a lot of people who are in the film industry they spot continuity errors right it's the similar kind of thing as or i guess any job if you do that job all like for a while you will notice that in day-to-day life so what are we talking about woolen carpets fiber carpets a mixture of both hybrid any carpet it's just got to be clear if it's got if it's you yeah basically i can tell whether it's been vacuumed in that week or not Anyway, as exciting as talking about carpets goes, we're going to move on to a story from <laughs> Abigail. And Abigail writes, Hi, James and Oliver. First off, I'm a huge fan of the podcast and I'm so happy you guys have created something that is so beloved by many. Now, for my not normal story time. My husband and I have just eloped. Congratulations, Abigail. Long before COVID and this era of intimate ceremonies, small weddings and elopements, my husband and I knew we wanted to do something different. Neither of us are wedding people and absolutely shuddered at the thought of having one. Don't get me wrong, we love going to weddings and celebrating with our friends, but we knew that having our own wedding wasn't on the cards. So this past summer, we knew that we wanted to make the commitment of spending the rest of our lives together. So we researched elopement companies in the Western United States and found a great company in Montana that performs ceremonies in Glacial National Park. We had our ceremony and said our vows on the shore of Lake McDonald inside the park. It was one of the most beautiful experiences of our lives. And we're so happy we got to experience our wedding the way we wanted it. And we spent the rest of our time of our honeymoon hiking through the park. If you too have not visited before, I would highly recommend it. There's great stargazing opportunities. Lots of love to you both. Sincerely, Abigail. Well, I mean, those photos look absolutely fantastic, Abigail. And uh, going back to a question from a previous season, are you going to wear that dress again? I like to think Abigail went hiking in that dress after that. Yeah. Yeah, like she just pulled pulled the dress underneath. She's actually just wearing her hiking boots guys i hope you had such a fantastic day that looks exactly what a wedding should be it's all about the the people getting married personally i always had in my head that when i did get married it would be a traditional service in terms of like in a church and then just like loads of my mates in the thing and we we actually got married in a castle so there was a a, a ninth or tenth century church next door which was an old monastery so it's huge and we had everyone in there 
and then we literally went up the hill to this castle and yeah just had a really really good time there we had cricket play that side you know when there's that little lull in between well what we did i kept in the back of my car a cricket set and just told um one of my groomsmen just go and set it up over there and don't tell anyone and within five minutes nearly everybody's playing a game of cricket and my favorite photo of the whole day is me bowling at my wife while she's in bat that was my favorite favorite photo of the whole day she hit you for Um, six as well if i remember she did she i mean she's a good she can she can bat she absolutely slugged it It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Right, so James, we've heard about being at uh, Universal Studios and trying to get to a mirror and barging one of us out the way. We've heard about getting married on an amazing shoreline. Uh, I think we need to hear another story now from another part of the world. Okay, so this one is Mariana's story. So she says, My mum is from Bolivia, so every year for the last 19 years, I have flown there to see my family. This year, we decided to visit La Paz, which is one of the capitals of Bolivia. During this trip, we stayed in a hotel by Lake Titicaca. I always stutter on that one, Lake Titicaca. While I was there, I was taking lots of photos. And at one point, I noticed the hotel had some special friends. Two llamas and two chickens. So naturally, I started taking pictures. The llamas were pretty chilled about it, but I took one picture of the chickens. And when I got up and started to walk away, I noticed the chickens followed me. So I did what any normal person would do. I ran. Did that stop the chickens? No. They ran after me too. And for the rest of the day, anywhere I went, there they were. And and we have some footage of these chickens for those who are listening. They look like ruthless killers. They do, don't they? Do you think they're like these people? Why are you taking a photo of me? Mariana, I'm talking to you. Why are you taking photos of me? I like to think that maybe everyone was always so fascinated with the llamas. Everyone didn't really give the chickens a second thought. So as soon as they got a little bit of love... They did that. I think animal encounters when you're away are always very memorable, especially if they're mm. ruthless killers like that. So uh, the story which always people don't believe me. So you got to I, I swear to I swear this is true. You know, dib dib all that. I swear this is true. So I was in Los Angeles and I was working there for a month. So I was staying in my pal's apartment and he lived in a place called Silver Lake in in L.A. And as you can imagine, there's a big lake there. So. First, he, he stayed in this, his apartment was literally at this, this big complex, but an easy way to get in was a, at the side, a sideway down an alleyway. So the first, literally the first week I was there, I almost got mugged going down this alleyway. So I didn't want to go down that alleyway again. But I thought after, a, I went to a concert three, three or four weeks later on a Sunday night. So I went to this concert downtown, drove back, parked outside this alleyway, and I thought, oh, I'll just use this alleyway tonight at this you know, I've given it enough time. I haven't seen anyone else down there. I can, I can be fine. As I'm waiting in my car, a mountain lion came out of the alleyway. Literally, these huge paws just plodded out and was just staring at me in in the car. And I, I literally froze, just staring at like mouth on the floor. What am I looking at right now? I couldn't actually believe what I was seeing. And then a cub followed it. 
and of, and apparently they were heading i assume they were heading down in the direction of the lake so i stayed in my car for a little while longer and then ended up running down the other way to the the main entrance to get in that way i went back and told my roommate and he didn't believe me i then looked on the griffith park website which is nearby and there were two mountain lions uh, spotted the day before a mama and a cub and so i messaged them saying so what's what's the deal with these and they said oh did you follow them I was like, no i did not follow them i froze and speaking to a friend of mine after who's um a big nature person <laughs> shall we say um apparently if i were to have walked down that alleyway and there was a mama and a cub the mama probably would have gone for me and it would have won because this thing was huge so that's my story on that who would have known that i would have been i could have been killed by a lion in los angeles wow in terms of in terms of being chased by an animal, I'll always remember when I was about nineteen or so, walking home from a, a get together at a friend's place, and uh, yeah, walking back down a country lane and a badger running down the road. And like badgers are not friendly creatures; they don't look it. They just like I mean, they may be. Maybe he just wanted to chat, but it's just the way he snarled. It scared the hell out of me. And they're a lot bigger than I ever thought they'd be as well. So yeah, that would be that would be the one. And the other one, I was up in the Bay of Islands in New Zealand, and I went for a lovely meal one one evening at this winery. And I had to. It was a short, I say, short walk, about a mile walk back to the hotel, uh, down these these really quiet lanes. Like it was beautiful, just like moonlit, no one about. And a kiwi, you know, a little bird, only comes out at night. Ran into my leg, scared the hell out of me. I looked down at this kiwi. He looks up at me and scurries off into the bush. Got back to the hotel, told the girl who worked on reception like what had just happened. And she said, I've lived here my whole life. I've never seen a kiwi in the bush here. Mm. Just go for a walk late at night then. So let's move on to some questions. And this one is from Aliyah and Harry. And they asked, did you ever sneak snacks onto the Harry Potter sets? No is the, the really boring question, a really boring answer to that, because there was actually, I let you on a little secret, Lion Harry, there was food readily available the other side of the sets most of the time. That was the thing though, wasn't it? The problem was there was always those nice biscuits everywhere, so you'd always, five o'clock, mm. when the custard creams would come down, you'd bring a little custard mm. cream into your mm. pockets. Yeah, you wouldn't take it on set though, would you? Well, depends where we were. Would going. you? Okay, fair enough. Anyway, moving on, moving on. Anyway, Tia from Russia asks, many actors would become directors and shoot their own projects. Would you like to make a film? If so, what genre? I would love to do a comedy. I would say that I would really enjoy either something funny, so a leave your yep. brain at the door kind of film, yeah, or yep. one that really makes you think, like a thriller. And preferably... Combine the two and make it about something that really happened, like a real-life event. But try and be as historically accurate as possible, because I hate it when you see a film. Like Braveheart. That was more made up than the <laughs> than Harry Potter. Like, it was such... Oh, I got so cross watching. I watched it back recently, and it was like, what is going on? None of this is, is real at all. So, well, obviously, the, the story of William Wallace is, but the way it's all portrayed is not... So. I definitely have a lot more respect of when you watch a film and it's it's based on true events, but it is literally as close as they could get it. So something like that. I was listening to a podcast the other day on the, the train home from London and it was about the gunpowder plot. And that was very fascinating. I thought that could be a cool little mini series. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't realise actually as well 
that the gunpowder plot was actually supposed to be earlier in the year, but due to the outbreak of plague... It was meant to be a year or two before. Yeah, they deferred it until later, and that's how they had more time. They had to tell more people about it to get more people involved. And then subsequently someone wrote a letter to their father-in-law saying, don't go to... Well, no, 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 you're wrong. You're wrong here, you see. One, one, of, the, one of the gunpowder plot people sent a message to someone that they liked saying, do not go to Parliament today because something bad's going to happen. And at the end, please destroy this letter so no one else sees it. Mm. And obviously that person then went to the king and said, um, by the way, James, this is happening. And then it was all discovered. I mean, the chap he sent it to, the chap he sent it to couldn't actually read very well. So he asked his servant to read it to everyone else at the dinner table. So they knew about it as well. Anyway, so yeah, to, an- to answer your question, that is what I think I would like to be. Um, a storyteller of old well, traditional stories, but make them as as realistic as possible and with a bit of humour. Jolly good. Right, the next one is from Hind, who is in the United Arab Emirates. And Hind asks, what was your most awkward fan moment? Awkward fan moment? Yeah. I, I don't know. It's not awkward, but it's always funny when if you're if you meet someone or they they recognise you and they come over and they, they kind of... Um, well, like you, you get a photo and all that kind of stuff, you have a bit of chit chat. But it happened to me the other the other week actually when I was boarding a plane, and in the airport, someone recognised me and they came over and started um, getting a bit very excited. So anyway, we had a little chat for five minutes, and then it was like, "Nice to meet you. I'll, I'll see you. I'll have a good flight. See you later." Walked off. The same person was then on my plane, sitting in front of me. So then we had that awkward, you know, when you say goodbye to someone, and then you have to like walk with them for a little bit longer. I would say that's because then it's like, where's the, where does the 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 thing end or, or what? But it, yeah, I'd say that's that's the only kind of awkward thing I always think. So, James, I think you've got some did you know sent in from people. I do. Thank you very much for these. I'm very excited for them. So, Alyssa sent one in, and this is a good one. Did you know that you lose up to thirty percent of your sensitivity in your taste buds when you fly? So, when you're in an aeroplane. This is why your taste buds go a bit funny. And this has to do with the dryness in the pressure of the cabin. There you are. That's why some airline food isn't as good as others. Because I think they think we don't really just need to microwave it. And there you go. But there you go. Great fact. Thank you very much for that. I remember flying once. A couple of years ago, I had to have my whole septum reconstructed. But I was flying out. I was flying to Portugal about four weeks later. And I spoke to the the surgeon and said, you know, am I going to be okay to fly? And he said, make sure you take a... It's, it's basically like a saltwater solution in a spray, which you like spray up your nose. And I did that while flying. And the food I had tasted incredible because it kind of got your taste buds all into alignment. Yeah. So if you fly, spray some salt water up your nose. Yeah. There you go. Try that one out as well. Moving on. Moving on from this advice. Judy in Germany says that she can't watch the Harry Potter films in German anymore because after watching your podcast and trying to re-watch the films in German, I realised that both your roles were voiced by the same German actor. As a kid, I didn't realise this, but now I simply can't stand it. Judy, is this a did you know or just a rant? It sounds like a bit of a rant, doesn't it? It's a bit of both. It's a bit of both there, yeah. But thank you very much. The next one is from Zoe from Mexico, and she says, Did you know that there is a volcano that ejects blue lava? And it's called Kauai-Ijen in Indonesia. And this is because the amount of sulphur that it has. Wow, that's pretty awesome. I've never heard of that. That is amazing. 
if you are near your phone or computer or whatever right now, please open a tab and Google Kawaii Gen from Indonesia and you'll see this blue lava. It looks absolutely incredible. So we're very fortunate actually this year we're in Iceland and we saw the remains of an active volcano and the lava was ridiculous. So I can't imagine seeing it in blue. Very, very cool. So this brings me on to my little own did you know. So today is all about escapism and all that kind of thing. So I realized when I was coming into the show that all of my hobbies are some form of escapism. Running, I'm on my own pretty much and I keep my thoughts to myself. Cycling, same thing. Stargazing is like the ultimate escapism I find. So I geeked out the other night because I saw Neptune for the first time. Literally just a tiny little blue smudge in the sky. It blew my mind. So I thought I'd bring in a random did you know fact about this. So Neptune is now the furthest planet away from the sun in our solar system. It used to be Pluto, but then Pluto was downgraded to a dwarf planet. Very controversial, I know. Did you know that there are five dwarf planets? So it's Pluto, Aries, Sirius, there's Marque Marque, and there is another one called Hermia. Now Hermia is pretty cool because Hermia is actually shaped like a rugby ball. So there is actually a little rugby ball shaped planet out there. But Hermia is also very cool because apparently it's the first known Kuiper Belt object to have rings. What's a Kuiper Belt? <laughs> a Kuiper Belt is something in the solar system. I haven't got long enough to go into this right now. Oh, Look come on. Oh, come but, but it's on. Lost, it's lost on Get you anyway. for anything. The way that, it's, the, the way that I, I enjoy the stargazing is that I literally just look up and or I get a telescope and have a look as well. And I find it's a great way to de-stress. So that is my way of escapism. Actually, that brings me on to, it turns like an escapism. We were out to dinner last night with a friend of ours and they were telling us about this mat that they lie down on before oh, yeah, they no, go to no, bed. No, no, no. And I've actually ordered it. I ordered it at dinner last night. Um, not to eat, but you know, I ordered it. It's going to be delivered to my house soon. So I'll let you know how I get on. But basically, the look of it is a gym mat. A bed of nails. With a load of like hard spikes. And you're supposed to lie on it for like, I can't remember the name of it now, but you're supposed to lie on it for like 25 minutes. And you're supposed to sleep well. I'll let you know. I'll let you know how it works out. But anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening. And keep telling us about those unexpected, extraordinary, or just very, very important moments in your life. As well as your questions and did you know facts, you can send your videos, notes, and messages to normalnotnormalpodcast at gmail.com. That's normalnotnormalpodcast at gmail.com. And guys, if you like my channel, just remember to subscribe, like, leave a good review, and we'll be back next week with a very special guest. We will. Yes, our guest next week. We had a great time and we know you'll enjoy it too. We'll announce who that is later in the week. Guys, have such an amazing time. Thank you so much for joining us again for round three of Normal Not Normal and we'll speak to you soon. Normal Not Normal is a stable production.